nothing uh nothing that's not surprising say she I'm done now. I'm done now. I'm done now. Oh, should I keep going? Anyways, Dylan, I want to hear more about what's going on with your season. Um, I feel like we haven't talked in a long time. I know it has um, been. It's been a little bit. Yeah, it's been a little Just bit. Just the Poirier episode. Dude. Yeah, the Poirier episode. That was what? La- a week and a half ago or something like that? Yeah, a week and a half ago. Yeah. 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 So Dylan, now, uh, why don't you feel calling and know what's going on? It might be something you don't want to share, but I mean, whatever we talk about anything on here. So, well, yeah. So I guess to, I forget. So a week and a half ago, I guess that must've been before we went to Johnstown. So we went back to Johnstown for a three game series, lost all three. We got murdered in practice all week. We did like battle days. That's, <laughs> what, that's where you lost the weight, dude. Well, it's gotta probably, be. But yeah. It's what are battle games. days? Okay, so we literally like instead of doing like you know three on twos, a little bit of flow, power play, battle. It's literally just one on one battles. You just cross check the fuck out of each other in front of the net. It's literally you just murder Jesus. each other. And Brian loves it. Our coach <laughs> just loves it. Guys are beat up. We had guys missing teeth after battle days in practice. Holy shit! Last time we did it, we had two guys get off with shoulder injuries, and one kid threw Damn. up. One kid shit his pants. <laughs> what, is, 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 is it, why do you throw up? Is it tough cardio? Or? Oh, yeah. because So we would do battle games, and then losing team would have to skate, and he would just bag the fuck out of us. So it was miserable. Jeez. So that was last week. Then we played uh, Danbury Monday, Tuesday. Had today off, but I had goalie skate Joey. At, I had to be up at 6, so – Today was a long day. And then, then we go back to Danbury. We play them. We go back Monday. We play them Tuesday, Wednesday, have Thursday off, go to Jersey, play them Friday, Saturday. Connecticut, right? Yeah, Danbury, Connecticut. Yeah. Dude, when's that set, dude? I might come down for a game because I'm, I'm going back to school a uh, week from Saturday. We play, we're there Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Shit, dude. I was, gonna th- I was thinking about coming down, dude. Are you going back there uh, after this week? Probably. I'm sure we'll be back. We still can't play home games. There's only like two yeah, I... teams in the league now. Probably. <laughs> really? Like what the <laughs> hell happened? No, no. Vietnam, no. Dude? no, no, no. Well, there's more than that. Okay, speaking of Vietnam, this is totally off topic. But just dude did got shot. The... Yeah, some kid got shot. Except they had to get taken down. Except they got taken down. Yeah, yeah. Was it? A... You know, well, you know how I'm involved with Vietnam, like with yeah, Tucker yeah, and yeah. stuff. Um, so somebody emailed asking for it to be taken down. Oh, so. uh, okay. That's fair. But yeah. Okay, All right. Cool. Anyways, we're, we're, we're getting way off topic here. Colin, are you back in school yet or no? I am not. I go back a week from Saturday, February 20th, boys. It's a wait and a half. So I'm just back in Boston now, just grinding, hitting the gym. Two of my classes started well, uh, this Monday. So I'm back in class now. Another finance class, dude. Back to this professor. Grind. Speaking yeah, of finance. <laughs> Speaking of finance. Okay, well, yes. I know that was a perfect lead-in, but Joey, you can't leave yourself out. What have you been up to? Uh True. man, there's just been there's been a lot of stuff going on. Um, the good news, let's start with the good news. The good news is the app is up, it's running, people are loving it, so it's going really well. 
uh, all the new products are in. Dylan, you actually you got your blender balls today, so um, yep. he claims he likes them, but we'll we'll see how long they last. <laughs> I know blender blender bottles don't last very long, so um, yeah, dude. But yeah, I'm excited. We got a few episodes coming up that are gonna be huge. We got um, uh, Austin Richardson for episode 15, another bodybuilder, and then we got Bethany Shadburn, CrossFitter. She's got like 600k followers on Instagram, so this is our, that will be our biggest one yet um it's very exciting stuff hopefully we can we can grow this thing to uh to even bigger lengths in the future so um but i'm really excited to talk about gamestop because i know this is this is crazy this is like this has nothing to do with sports or anything but i said this from the start i want it to be more than than just sports and and athletes and stuff i want it to be about the business world and all that stuff so this is this is prime time right here gamestop what like i can't believe this happened especially something like wall street you figure it's something so um it's just like it's so particular in the way things work and and you have to be really good at it to make make something like that work and then you see something like a community on reddit wall street (laughs) bets just take this stock this stonk to the next level it's like yeah it's it's insane um let's let's hear who wants to start off with, with with a take here Colin, you kill us. I mean, talk right. about an underdog story though. Like, come on. Yeah. This Dude. like the hedge funds versus the Reddit. The Reddit. I know. It's insane. <laughs> Colin, it's what's your what's your finance? All right, let's see what's call what college is teaching you. Um, all right. You guys want to hear I have yeah. a rant and a half inside all right. All right. boiling right, right now. <laughs> that called? I'm ready to unleash on Vlad. All right, you all ready right. for this? Let's do it. Okay. So I want to start off here. There is a difference between benevolent economic and financial regulation and malevolent, pure corruption and fraudery, dude. This was corrupt and this was third world country shit fraudery. That's what this was. Benevolent regulation. I'll give you an example. 2008. Okay. These banks, they had these mortgage plans. And basically how these mortgage plans would work is they'd start out very low. So you have a guy maybe renting his place for $14,000. So the, for the first two years, it's $14,000. He can pay it easy. Looks all good. Guy's pumped up. He's got a nice place, 14 grand, right? I'm chilling. Okay. Next thing you know, year three comes up, payday comes up, looks to bill, $40,000. You had millions of people around the world that could not pay these mortgages because they got, basically, they didn't look at the details and they got misled. And the next thing you know, they have a huge check in front of them and they can't pay it. And so what happened was the Federal Reserve, the US government came in and they saved a lot of automobile industries that were struggling. And Wall Street, a lot of these firms where people invest their money, these mutual funds and things like that, where people have money in them, the banks couldn't pay these people. And so a lot of them went under. Went under, and Everyone lost their money. It was a disaster. Mm-hmm. But some of them, this is an example of benevolent economic and financial regulation. The U.S. Federal Reserve came in, pumped money into save them, and the people were able to sustain in their mind. So that's an example of the SEC and the Federal Reserve using benevolent regulation. But what we saw here was a complete and utter, it was just complete corruption is what it was. It was complete corruption. It was a complete fraud job because you had Robinhood and you had these firms, you had the Citadel firm, which is 60% of Robinhood's trades. 60% of their trades come from this one firm. So you have these hedge funds, these suits, all these guys, these mega billionaires, right? They're short in GameStop. They're short in GameStop. And then you have these You want to talk about underdogs, boys. You want to talk about underdogs. These guys from this subreddit, these guys were a bunch of underdogs. I was reading stories about this guy who all these 
hedge funds, these suits, they shorted his dad's company. His dad went broke and he sees them up in the freaking penthouses popping champagne because his dad's company went under and the guy basically lost his entire livelihood. And so you had all these guys coming in there like, you know what? We're done with the bullshit. We're going to come and we're going to fight back. And what happened was the little guys were winning. The little guys were winning. Yep. But the little guys, they don't help Robin Hood as much as the head funds, hedge funds. So you have Vlad come in like the sleaze bag that he is, and he shuts down all of the option calls. He shuts down any opportunity to buy it. And it was okay. Like pause right there. Pause only. right there. I've never seen anything like this where they can limit the amount of options you can put on stock or buy shares of a stock. If they limit, they limit it to what? At one point, wasn't it five shares? Robin Hood was That's one. Joke, dude. Robin Hood with <laughs> one share. One share. One share. Yep. And it's like the insane. Is, it, it wasn't even Robin Hood. Even other platforms, other brokerages did the same yeah. thing. Some sort of restrictions. Like that's and insane. Listen, it's I, not just Robin Hood and Vlad. It was everybody. Yeah. So I, I bought a share of GameStop just because I want, I like, not that I thought it was going to go anywhere or anything like that. I just wanted to get behind the movement because I'm a big underdog guy, as you know. Um, <laughs> no shit. But, yeah. But anyways, like, I'm I'm trying to get on all these different platforms because I was getting in when or was trying to get in when they were regulating these things and, and putting limits on them. So I was looking everywhere. I, I made an account with TD Ameritrade, Fidelity, like you name it. I I was everywhere and they all had limits on these things. And mm. before you know it, you know, it takes three days to get your money from your bank account to, to the trading account. I'm like, all right, well, it's too late now. So I just I, I ended up getting one share on Robinhood. And then, of course, like a day later, they open it up to, to uh, you know, like unlimited amount of shares when the stock's at like $50, you know, yeah. it's just, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And I'm reading an article um, earlier today on Los Angeles Times. And this guy is just like, is talking bad about Wall Street bets. Like they did something wrong. Like Wall well, Street's never done something wrong. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? You're kidding me. It's a joke. It's and they joke. talk about how it's so the one it was from i believe he was a part like part of a hedge fund and he was saying that essentially what the reddit group or what do you want whatever you want to call them redditors is that a word the redditors you know you just made it one yeah artificially stimulating the economy but what wall street does that all the time (laughs) and they were saying how it's how it's wrong how dangerous it is for the marketplace what like yeah, now that the billionaires are losing out, now it's an yeah, issue. But know, when the billionaires fuck everybody else over, that's that's a strategy. That's called business. Like, and you could tell going back to this article, you could tell the guy who wrote it, the author of this article, was on the hedge fund side. And to think that somebody is on the hedge fund side, they're they're literally all right. So to Colin, you can back me up here and add more to it because you're actually taking college courses on this. But these hedge funds, they're shorting the stock. So they're pretty much betting on these companies to go out of business. That's mm-hmm. pretty much and they'll what they're do doing. whatever yeah. it takes to cause they'll, that to happen. Exactly. They'll do whatever it takes. And what do they do with it? They throw their penthouse parties, just like you were saying, Colin. It's true. And, and the other thing is with this entire movement, the reason that these hedge fund guys and all these classic finance guys, the reason they don't like this entire thing is because it's new and it goes completely against what they've been doing. Obviously, if you're in a position where you're going to lose money, you're comfortable, you have a a reliable financial income stream, and then all of a sudden, you have these people who did not have access to the market before, which basically comes down to a lack of economic freedom, 
is what that is. And then you give these people this economic freedom. They make their moves pooling up with money and driving stocks up. That's just a part of what the stock market is. I mean, this has been happening ever since the stock market has been around. Yeah. And just because it's people that aren't your traditional traders, you know what I mean? On Wall Street, these hedge fund guys, because it's regular people, hardworking people that might not have a lot of money, but it's the power of the masses. That doesn't change the fact that you're investing in a company. When you invest in that company, that drives the value of the company up. But because it doesn't fit their narrative and because it puts them in a position to lose just because of that, you're going to shut it down. Yep. You're, you're going to shut it down. That's like Roger Goodell wanting Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl. And if, let's say that, I mean, obviously the Chiefs lost. Let's say the Chiefs were up 50 to 14 or something. And then Goodell would be like, all right, we're going to add another five quarters onto the game. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing here? It's a joke. It, 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 it's illegal. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It makes zero sense. I think the most ironic part and just the irony in all this is that Robin Hood's slogan is we're all investors. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, then sure. everyone becomes an invest investor because of this situation. Everyone wants to get involved. So of course they use a platform like Robinhood. It's perfect. That's that's what it's meant for everyone to be an so investor. Easy. And that's so yeah, easy. And yep. That's exactly so what they did. And then they were punished for that. Like the irony behind it's insane. It's insane. Yep. Yep. And you know what? There's like so much more to this than money. I was mm-hmm. reading, I I God, I spent hours on a Saturday morning reading this subreddit and the the things that i loved about it is the people weren't just like they weren't just in it to screw the hedge funds they were in it to do good like there was a doctor in there who paid for two kids heart surgeries like the with the money that he got from GameStop, like that's that's the thing that you love to see and it's stuff like that that uh makes me support the movement even more um Mm -hmm. You know, like I it's just, yeah, I, it blows my mind that some people think that this was, you know, such a wrong thing to happen and that these, these guys are dummies pretty much. That's what they're calling them. And these people earn that money too. They earn that money. You cannot say they did not earn that money. They went on the market. They had a strategy. It was completely legal. The strategy was legal. They did not break any laws in the process, right? They risked their money and it paid off. Yep. And now, I bet then, you anything. I bet you anything, Colin. You say that. I guarantee you there's going to be rules put in place where stuff like this, somehow they're going to find their way. Uh, the hedge funds and, and all the big wigs, they're going to find a way to make sure the little guys don't don't get the success that they want and that they deserve, that most of them deserve. And now going back a little bit, for people who don't know, I'm sure everybody's heard about the GameStop uh, situation, but the actual cost. So the GameStop 52 week low was at $2 and 57 cents, $2 and 57 cents. Now the high during this, uh, squeeze that they call it was $483 a share. $483. Like you gotta, I mean, do the math. You, you, you put in one share, you get 483 back so people who invest in thousands of thousands of shares like it's looking pretty good and Um, now but on the flip side of that you can look at the people who were late to the start or late to the movement got in at 400 plus dollars a share now it's back to what 53 52 dollars god i think it closed at like 48 today or something like that yeah look at how much money that that you could have possibly lost like that's the oh i lost a lot too i lost a lot too I, i mean i I think my share was somewhere in the 300. So, oh. you know, you look at that. I lost, I lost a couple hundred dollars, but 
you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Another one was AMC. And when you look mm-hmm. at those two stocks, I was uh, looking at the analytics behind them. And if you put them next to each other, they have the same exact trend line, the same exact trend line. And it just goes to show you that. And, and what did they, what did Robinhood do? And what did all those trading platforms do? They put limits on AMC too. Like it's all the same stuff that we're talking about here. Um, you know, I mean, going back a, a long, a long time ago, well, not too, too long ago, but Jordan Belfort, you uh, did illegal <laughs> stuff. Um, you know, trading the penny stocks and stuff like that. But this is on such a like much smaller level that was turned into a big thing. Um, and honestly, like I wasn't a part of it because I wasn't part of it from the beginning, but I feel good that I backed it. You know what I mean? Even though I lost, it wasn't about the money for me. I was like one share, you know, what, what's one share going to go to? Even if it goes to $600, I'm going to make 300 big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I just love, I love the teamwork behind it and reading, reading that subreddit. I was like, I felt like I was a part of something, even though I wasn't. But once I bought that share, I was like, ah, I'm in this now. Let's go. <laughs> GameStop, HPV. GameStop to the moon, right? The, the, G- yeah, I'm sure you guys, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny stuff. You got the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, it had like the apes in the McLaren. Did you see that one? All the memes yeah. that go around in there. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, you and guys, so, you guys got anything else here? Now, Colin, you can probably fill us in, but what's the latest? Like what's kind of the resolution to that? Well, it seems now like it's parlaying into other currencies that aren't as regulated. Like Dogecoin is one that I was talking <laughs> yeah, with Joey about earlier today. In Dogecoin, I mean, you got a lot of big guys backing it. I mean, Elon Musk has been tweeting about it. It's been driving the price of it up. And now it's almost Bitcoin worth Bitcoin for life. <laughs> Bitcoin for life, baby. That's another one. That's why I really like these cryptocurrencies, though, because they're not as regulated. They're not as regulated. It's more of a, a true free market with less yeah. manipulation. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, it's, a, it's a free market. You go on Robinhood, try to scroll down and look at the news. There's <laughs> there's no news on, on most of the cryptos, right? Except for Bitcoin. You have Bitcoin. Um, but besides that, it just says highly volatile <laughs> that's it that's so all it's said, like yeah, yeah yeah so um but yeah we love and that. it's funny even like the i don't know movement isn't the right word i'm looking for but just like yeah how much attention this drew towards people who knew nothing about investing before nothing about the stock market it it gained so much attention from you know the news, media, social media, everything that yeah. people who knew nothing about this before are now involved. And now one bodybuilder, I'm sure you guys have heard of Joey Swole. Yep. Is he's even tweeting about Dogecoin. And like he's hold a your thought on that. Hold hold your thought what you're gonna say next. Joey Swole, throwback to the start of the underdog brand. I reached out to him on one of his posts to try to like just get him to do a shout or whatever. And he responded, he said, I'm sick of brands like you trying to get me to shout them out. I was like, oh, that's it for this guy. Smell you later. All right, continue, Dylan. Go ahead. Dogecoin. But, like, I think that's an example of a guy who, okay, yeah, he runs, he has businesses. You know, he runs Rise Supplements, Taste Flavor Company, um, runs all his online um, workout programs and training, but really doesn't have anything to do with the stock market. And now here he is promoting dogecoin because it's a movement yep. it's, yeah it's a meme but it's a it's a movement and he, he's another guy that had nothing to do with any of this before and 
he's one of the front runners with Elon Musk, like Doge to the moon, you know, like, yep. it's just crazy. So now, the attention it's grabbed to add on to that, the whole attention aspect, it's just going to bring wall street more money. So mm. why couldn't why they, they just complaining? let, the, yeah. Why are they complaining? Why are they putting limits on these things? Why can't they just let it happen and let the little guy win for once for God's sake? Like, Come on now. Um, I mean, funny is you can say Port, Portnoy, he's a yeah, big yeah. name and multi multi millionaire. Guess what side he's on? Fucking Reddit. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, he right. Supports that's it. right. Yeah, and he's a, he's another one. I I love that guy. He's got the whole small business uh fun going on there. Millions yep. and millions of dollars, millions and, and millions of dollars, just saving these companies. So there's a guy who's Barstool in what he started it in college, I assume, from nothing, and now look what Barstool's yeah. turned in. He gets it, yep. you know. He gets yep. it. Yep. And he just started in 2016 too, because he was actually working. He graduated from University of Michigan. He was working actually in Wall Street, and then decided he wanted to, to start his own business, and he started Barstool Sports. And you know, Barstool Sports—they're just shooting the shit, doing whatever the hell they want. It started off as a magazine in New York right? City. Yeah, it was, it was like a magazine. Yeah, it was like yeah. a joke. They would just post like memes and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. And that they've rallied it into this massive corporation, this powerhouse. And it's crazy. I mean, uh, Penn National Gaming, the company that bought them, I think they bought them for, I think it was like $366 million or something like that. And Portnoy was smart. He took, I think, 50% of the profits as equity in Penn National Gaming, which is obviously now affiliated with Barstool and the Barstool Sportsbook and everything yeah. like that. Um, and Big Cat did the same thing. So, I mean, those guys are those guys are killing it. Those are two great yeah. dogs. I, I love yeah. seeing companies like that just just go huge. I mean, look at Barstool. They're all over Instagram, social media. How many how many accounts do you think are affiliated with Barstool? You have like, oh my god, you know, Barstool for every college. Barstool smoke shows. Barstool this. Barstool that. It's like, oh my god, it's insane. Yeah. Okay. Random fact about Barstool, Joey. I don't know if you know this, but. Barstool nearly bought the generals in 2018. Did you know that? Out. No, I had they no wanted, idea. They no wanted shot. to change the name, but the generals were already affiliated with the Null, and they couldn't – something about changing the name, and then the whole idea just got scrapped. They didn't They didn't want to go forward with it once they didn't have rights to the name. I think that's what it was. They wanted to have rights to it, but the Null had rights to it. What was it going to be, the Barstool. Northeast Barstools or something? <laughs> like, no, no, it was going to be the Barstool something. But they didn't have oh. the, rights to the name, and then the deal fell through, and never ended up happening. But yeah, yeah. Brian was wow, talking that's... about that the other day. That's crazy. That's funny. Wow! Imagine playing for I the just... Barstool hockey team. I'd be, I'd be famous. That'd be unreal. That'd be so sick. <laughs> yeah, right. Call Portnoy at the say? games, dude. Just uh, say I was something? just saying. I just wanted to. Yeah, I just wanted to fact check myself real quick. Uh, so Penn National Gaming, they bought Barstool Sports. It was four hundred fifty million dollars. That's what it was. Oh my wow. god! Sure. About a hundred million more million. than what you said. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's a big yeah, difference. It's yeah. Um, all right. We got we strayed a lot here, but it's still all good stuff. Um, anything else on GameStop? Or are we good? I don't have anything on GameStop, but just in terms of Reddit, I think Reddit is really, really powerful. And Joey, oh, you yep. saw I posted this. Both you guys saw I posted yep. this uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. This five second ad. Oh, and Joey, yes. do you think I can read it real quick? Yeah, read the ad. Read the ad. I love this. I really want to read this. I love this ad. So. Reddit spent their entire marketing budget on a five-second ad on the Super Bowl. They <laughs> just full-sent it. 
And I love this. And my, I didn't even see this. My dad saw it. And he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Did Reddit just hack the Super Bowl? Because it came up with this weird. <laughs> my dad like, thought the same thing if they hacked the exactly. Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird. And then he was like, wait, go back. So I went back and I paused it and I came upon this five second ad. And I want to read this because this is awesome. So the ad reads this. Wow. This actually worked. If you're reading this, it means our bet paid off. Big game spots are expensive. So we couldn't buy a full one. But we were inspired and decided to spend our entire marketing budget on five seconds of airtime. One thing we learned from our communities last week is that underdogs can accomplish just about anything when they come together around a common idea. Who knows? Maybe you'll be the reason finance textbooks have to add a chapter on quote-unquote tendies. Maybe you'll help Reddit super bowel, which is like a subreddit for owls, teach the world about the majesty of owls. Maybe you'll even pause this five-second ad. Powerful things happen when people rally around something they really care about. Care about, and there's a place for that. It's called Reddit. I love that ad. I thought that was awesome, and I bet you so many people saw that. I bet you they got their money's worth out of that ad. Yeah, yeah that was. And I was just was gonna great. say, they nailed it at the end. Like, I wonder how many people paused that ad to read the whole thing because obviously you couldn't read it in five seconds. But yeah, yeah. I'd, I wish they showed a number for how many people paused it or went back to it and read the full thing. Yeah, and that, that's just. Great stuff. Like I've been watching the how many people are joining Wall Street bets every day. Mm-hmm. It's going up by hundreds, thousands, even some days it's millions. And I think it's almost at nine million right now. Um, yeah. And it's just crazy. So yeah, a thirty second ad uh, on the Super Bowl is what, like almost six million dollars now. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, exactly. That's insane. Yeah. yeah, crazy stuff. But I love to see the little guys win a little bit here and there. Um, that's what it's all that's about. Awesome. Um, so yeah, this is this was a good episode. It's a great episode. Um and can't wait. We're we're recording this weekend with uh with a guest, Austin Richardson. So that's gonna be great. Thanks for listening and don't forget to give us a follow on social media at underdog underscore brand on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can visit us at www.theunderdogbrand.com. See you next episode. Used to pull up, not swerve, no time for the snakes, time to put them in the dirt, that's word. I gotta get it, it's in my DNA, you only see the highlights, don't know what it takes. Last year, stressing, got no sleep, now I'm right between the courts, out of nosebleeds. I see the hate, they don't wanna see me win.